Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Gal Van Orr, who is a, an Alexander Technique teacher in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, Israel. He's been an Alexander teacher for about 25 years, and he specializes in working with children's children, sorry, children, adolescents, and parents. We have done an earlier podcast about the usefulness of the Alexander Technique for children in general terms. And for this, for this interview, we're going to focus on, particularly on children with special needs. Uh, Gal has worked quite a bit with children in that situation. And um, we're going to talk today about his experience in working with them and um, what what some of the benefits that might that children in that situation might get by by having some Alexander technique exposure. Uh, Gal, welcome to the show. Hi Robert. Uh, could you begin Gal by giving our listeners uh, just a very short description definition of the Alexander technique? I'll try. Um, well, basically, what Alexander found or discovered through his personal research was uh, certain natural laws that we are we are supposed to be uh, working with uh, a certain way to use our bodies to sit and to stand and to walk and to run and to breathe. And uh, what, what happens is that we forgot these laws and, uh, and then therefore we don't, we don't, we don't work uh, according to them. And so we create uh, conditions that, that, are, that are weakening us, weaken, weakening our health. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the technique is, is, is trying to restore these conditions or helping children not to lose them right and we talked in our earlier interview about some of the pressures on children particularly when they get to school um that could or perhaps the unconscious imitation of people around them who have some harmful habits of posture and movement and um uh, and how the Alexander technique can be useful uh, for them. What uh, what differentiates that from, say, your work with children with special needs? What 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 else comes into the mix there? Well, first we need to understand that all that's been said um, for the I don't know how you call it, the healthy or the regular or children that have no special problems mm-hmm. uh, counts for for children that have that have special needs right um, they right. too are uh, under pressure or they they too uh, imitate the, the people around them or the children around them uh, and so they have to sit on terrible furniture like the other kids right yes. <laughs> <laughs> and sit at standardized desks in school Absolutely. and so on so yeah <laughs> Right. So, so that's one thing. That's that's the basic stuff. Right. Now, talking about special needs, 
every child has its special needs and 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 breaking these um these children into groups with names uh well it helps for for talking about it but um if we really want to know how or what how to work with with a child with special needs or what what needs to be done with him we really need to go to the details with this uh, uh, specific child because um, if we're talking about hypotonia or ADHD or um, all kinds of other um, um, names of, of, of problems um, sorry I lost my uh, that, string of that mean that basically that that in a sense, all children are special. I mean, there's not like um, it, 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 you don't yeah, want to. What I wanted to say is that what I'm going to say is in general. Right. It's a general um, uh, conversation and, and not a specific guidance or advice to a different problem to a certain child. Right. Right. Well, you know, maybe an analogy would be I've I've done a number of interviews with Alexander Technique teachers who have specialized in working or have experience in working with people with, say, chronic diseases of various kinds. And what comes up over and over again is that the basic way they work is pretty much the same as how they work with anybody else. But obviously they have to take into account the special circumstances of their student. And I'm I'm kind of getting from what you're saying that that's probably true of children as well. Yes. Yes, yes. And and I would say um for example um trust building trust when working with children is a basic uh need. Mm-hmm. But with children with special needs it's even even more um important um many children that that come to me have already been treated by this or that um specialist mm-hmm. and 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 many of them um were or disappointed or hurt or something didn't work out like it supposed to be mm-hmm. and then they're the trust of the child in 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 the adult in the uh, caregiver is very very fragile. Mm-hmm. So so I, I would say very important to 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 build the first build uh, that trust. Um, and how do you do that? Well, well. First of all, an Alexander teacher um, will always work or instruct himself before trying or doing anything with the other person. Um, if, for example, I would like the children or the child to free his neck, I will first create that condition in my neck. And only then, from my free neck, will I be able to ask 
or transfer or suggest to the child to allow his neck to be free. Mm-hmm. And this, this um, I would say, this inner movement, this movement of the teacher's attention slightly towards himself and uh, an invitation that comes from there to the child creates a different atmosphere um, in the room. And it creates a different dialogue between an adult and a child. And the child will not be um, um, scared or will not be uh, forced, will not even think of being forced to do something uh, that he can't or won't or is afraid to do. And so um, it's 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 not as so much you the authority figure who's simply telling the child what to do. It's more you, the teacher who himself is learning and experimenting and basically inviting the child to join that experiment and that learning process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think it might be helpful for our listeners to just pause here for a moment and explain that um, for Alexander teachers, the condition of our necks, that is the area between our heads and our torso, is considered extremely important um, for overall self-organization. That, that, in a sense, how you how you manage the weight of your head on top of your spine has a, has huge implications. Just just on a sort of bio uh, mechanical level, if if only that on on your overall functioning, your overall physical functioning. So, but but yeah, so it sounds like you're kind of joining them a bit in a discovery process. Would that Absolutely. be fair to say? Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I would and guess. I would, I would just say one more thing. I would guess that a lot of the kids you see have been, as you say, to all kinds of professionals. Some of whom may have been quite authoritative in their approach. Some of whom may have been way off the mark in terms of their ideas and i would think a, a child that's gone through that's going to be extremely wary of of you absolutely. the alexander expert now called in to absolutely to, to fix them as it were absolutely absolutely yeah. and and i and assume not- that you, one of your big jobs is 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 not to um convey any idea that you're fixing them absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely. I, I can i can well, imagine that. So you you're very careful about how you approach them in terms of gaining their trust, not not being someone who's going to tell them to do something uh, just because you think it's a good idea. Absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I would, I would like to continue your your uh, beautiful explanation about the neck and the importance of the neck, and say that. Um, when working with special needs, we need to be aware of these special needs, but not necessarily deal with them directly. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, if a child has a problem of, uh, well, he limps, mm-hmm. for example. Um, a lot of techniques will strengthen different muscles and work on 
the limping problem. And I, as an Alexander teacher, will not directly deal with it. I will give um, directions. I will try and create um, uh, general conditions for the better so that the limping problem will um, um, well, start to, to, to weaken and, and maybe even disappear. And that will be because the system in general will strengthen. And it's a very, very big uh, difference in the approach. And the child um, uh, a lot of times um, protects that, you know, that specific problem. And he won't let go. And he won't allow change, even for the better, to, to, to happen uh, if we work directly on that problem. Mm-hmm. And once we let go, we leave that, whatever it is, you know, this, whatever that is, a, a, a writing problem, attention deficit, a breathing problem, a speech problem, and, and we go to the general conditions of the way the child is, is working with themselves, and we will do it while he is playing or, or uh, reading or doing something that he wants, that he chose, that is interesting for him. And so the technique will be combined in his, in his uh, everyday life activities. Um, his system in general will, will strengthen. Mm-hmm. And when the system is stronger, the small parts will, will find their way of strengthening as well. You know, it's interesting listening to you describing that. Um, in, in a lot of ways, that's that's how Alexander teachers work with adults as well. Uh, you know, um, we tend not to, if someone comes in with a limp, we're not going to focus too heavily on that. We're going to look at their overall uh, way of coordinating themselves and that the idea being that if we can improve the general functioning, specific uh, issues will kind of take care of themselves to a large extent. Yes, yes. But, the, but, but I children, think the difference is... Yeah, go ahead. With yeah. children, it's more dramatic. Yes. And there's two, two, two um, very important factors uh, when, you, when, when, we, when we work with children. One is the mother, and the second is the father. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> and we need yeah. to take that into consideration. Oh, absolutely, we do. <laughs> but, you know, again, listening to you, it's fascinating to think about this, but um, when you have a child that has a, quote, problem, mm-hmm. um, you, you, um, your, your approach is to, to, to work around that. You're not really going to address that directly, and they're going to be happy in a sense that you're not going to address that directly. But if you have an adult student with a, quote, problem, chances are they're going to want you to work directly on that. And they're going to also have very likely all sorts of preconceived ideas about what it is that they need to do to fix it. And they want you to join them in their program of self-fixing. You know right. what I and mean? And it, and one of working, our jobs working with adults is to get them get them less interested in that and more focused on overall 
concerns Absolutely. such as the Alexander technique is concerned. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And we're, we're, when working with children, you need to do the same work with the parents. Uh, well, yes, exactly. You you really exactly. have to explain them and 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 a lot of times work with them. Really give them lessons in the Alexander technique in order to to have their backup, in order to have their understanding uh, of the way that you work. Because when 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 someone is looking from the outside uh, without understanding, without uh, receiving any lessons, practical lessons uh, with the technique, it might look a little bit, um, I would say, not not so important. You see, because you, you see, what you see is a, a, a child sitting uh, near a, a table or something, or maybe even on the floor, and the Alexander teacher is sitting by him, and he puts slightly his uh, hand on on the child's uh, head or or on his lower back, and he gently directs him or or redirects his up along the back, mm-hmm. and 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 if you're not aware of the sensation of this up, you're liable to to miss the whole point. So the whole thing, what you described. When working with adults, when they come to get lessons, m- this work must be done uh, with the parents uh, during or before working with the children. Yeah, uh, that's certainly been my experience uh, as well. On the other hand, those very subtle uh, subtle uh, directions that you're talking about uh, often children are pretty quick to pick up on those and and, and respond to them. Absolutely. Uh, the, the the I guess in general, uh, it's always seemed to me, just talking generally about children as students, that the big plus in working with them is they don't that the whatever harmful habits they've picked up, the the are not as strongly embedded, and it's fairly easy if they want to to change them relative to to adults but on the other hand there's a real skill in in getting them to be interested in changing them in the first place and i assume that a lot of what you do especially with special needs children is create an environment where they're going to trust you Yes. So that if Absolutely. you put your hand on their neck or their back or their shoulders or whatever to give them a little guidance, they're going to be receptive to what you're suggesting with your Absolute. hands and to Absolute. your words as well. Yeah. Children are very, very, very uh, sensible and sensitive, and uh, they will they will um, react um, very quick. To anything the teacher will suggest for the good and f- I, w- I wouldn't say for the bad, but if you miss or you, you miss something in your directions, they will react to that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be very, very uh, um, precise and, and, and exact when mm-hmm. you're working with children. So if if uh, if a parent with a has a child with special needs is who's listening to this podcast right now and thinks this might be something I'd like to explore for my own child, uh, would it be your advice that they perhaps 
have at least a few Alexander lessons themselves first before they bring the child to you? Um, I would say together. Mm-hmm. I would say together because um, what I what my experience uh, shows me is that um, I wouldn't say most, but quite some parents will not be able to make the transmission from their own experience to their child's experience, mm-hmm. and and they need to to see the child and the way the teacher works with him mm-hmm. and see his reactions and and the i wouldn't say progress but the changes the positive changes that that that, that occur um many times in a very short uh, uh span of time mm-hmm. and um even though these changes won't necessarily last for long but when a parent sees that uh, mm-hmm. their child smiles and 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 straightens up and starts walking better or, or writing better or something for the the for the on the positive side um they will understand and will be able to transmit from them to their child but yeah. i would say definitely uh receive uh, at least a few lessons Right, and so so if a parent comes to you with their child, would you perhaps uh, from time to time work a little bit on with the parent as well? Yes. So yes. that the child, and the, I would imagine that the child seeing that would think, "Oh, that's interesting." You know, my mother's having a little bit of this too, and it seems like it's helping her. Absolutely, it's a very very strong experience. Right. Absolutely. And I could imagine, uh, I, I could imagine a situation where the child might actually see the change in their parent before their parent <laughs> senses it. I could well imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, even sometimes children will start working on their parents. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and and, 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 I, and I would say, as a parent, I would welcome that because children can often, uh, small children, can give you pretty good direction with their hands. Sometimes, absolutely, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not as crazy as it seems. Um, absolutely, uh, Gal, uh, is there anything else that you want to add before we we come to an end on this this uh, interview? Um, I would, I would say to uh, parents, I would say, it's maybe a little bit dramatic, but I, I don't know why I feel I should say that. Don't give up. Many parents um, started um, uh, within the conventional, I would say, sort of conventional techniques and and with the medical uh profession and they're a little bit and sometimes it sometimes it doesn't work or it doesn't work as well and uh i would say um learn learn what's outside of that uh, uh profession or look around you and learn don't be afraid to 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 learn and to ask questions and to try 
And if you don't want it straightly with the children, do it yourself, you know, get a few lessons. Um, but, but really the technique has very, very delicate, unique and special, but very effective tools uh, to help children with, with special needs. And it's been my experience for years. Um, it's a great present. And, and uh, I, really, I would, I would advise the parents to, to look it up. To give I, it I, w- I would totally uh, agree with that. Well, um, my, my guest today has been Gal Van Orr, an Alexander Technique teacher of some 25 years experience who uh, teaches in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. He works a lot with children um, and, in, and particularly uh, children uh, who have special needs. He has also written a book uh, on his experience in this work, and he's looking for a publisher. So uh, contact him if you have any suggestions. And if you are in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv and what we're talking about intrigues you, contact Gal. We'll put a, a, a link to his site by the interview. And if you live anywhere else in the world, uh, we'll put a link to a site that will enable you to find a teacher, an Alexander Technique teacher anywhere anywhere in the world. Gal, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Robert. It's been great talking to you.